building a temple for the name of the Lord my God to dedicate it to him, to burn before him sweet incense for the continual showbread, for the burnt offerings morning and evening, on the Sabbaths, on the new moons, and on the set feast of the Lord our God. This is an ordinance forever to Israel. And the temple which I build will be great, for our God is greater than all gods. By the way, it is possible to have an idea of God, and that is the God here with a small g, and we don't even realize the God we have is a, is a God with a small g. We have, we have a God that is so much greater. Here's what David says, or uh, Solomon says. Who is able to build him a temple? Since heaven, now Paul, he was caught up to what? To the third heaven. Well, here's, here's a clue. Since heaven and the heaven of heavens, actually that in the original is heaven of heaven. I looked at that and I stared at it and I go, yeah, that's, a, that's a, a bigger heaven than the heaven. Okay, so there's a heaven and there's a heaven of heavens. Cannot contain him. Heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot hold God. Who am I then that I should build him a temple except to burn sacrifice to him? All we can do is have a place where we can worship. But we don't have, even have the idea that somehow God's going to squeeze himself into this little building. No, no, no. This God is way bigger than that. Uh, go on uh, in Second, uh, Second Chronicles to chapter 6. Second Chron Chronicles chapter 6. And it's close to the same expression, again, from Solomon. Second Chronicles chapter 6, verse 18. But will God indeed dwell with men on earth? By the way, what's the answer to that question? Will God indeed dwell with men on earth? Yeah, we see it in, in, in the Gospels. His name will be Emmanuel, God with us. Where are we? We're on earth. <laughs> Behold, heaven and the heaven of heavens cannot contain you how much less this temple which I have built. God, so how far is it to the far side of the universe? Only God knows. We do not know how far it is to the far side of the universe. This universe is so big if you take the speed of light, there are stars that are billions of light years away. Now, so, so I, can see, I can see the heavens that the birds fly in. You know, in, in Genesis chapter 1, you, you know the story, right? The birds fly in the firmament of the heavens. But then there is the stellar heavens. Sun, 
moon, and what? Stars. <laughs> way, 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 way out there. And even the atmospheric heaven where the birds fly and the stars way, way, way out there, this space, even it is too small for this God, your God. God is where? In heaven. <laughs> Let me tell you, so there's, there's two heavens. There's the atmospheric heavens. There is the stellar heavens. Yeah, God can't even fit into those. There is, let me tell you, there is a place. Okay, place. That was one, I, oh, but I know where it's at. John, John chapter 14. Do you know where John 14 is? Yeah, it's at the Last Supper. John 14. It's a play. Jesus talks about a place in John 14. Do you believe that there is a place beyond, beyond the atmospheric heavens, beyond the stellar heavens that, that is so small God can hardly, couldn't even squeeze in the vastness of the universe? Now, God's, God's bigger than that. God's bigger than this universe. He really is. But Jesus, listen what Jesus says. Don't let your heart be troubled, he says in, in John 14, 1. You believe in God? Do you believe in God? You believe in God, don't you? You believe in God, believe also in me. Why does he say that? Because if you have seen the Father, you have seen me, Jesus says. Where is the Father? Our Father which art in heaven. He's in a heaven. <laughs> He's in a heaven. He's in a heaven beyond the heaven, beyond the heavens. He's in a, he, a, a Paul says, a third heaven. And here Jesus is trying to let us know, in my Father's house, where my Father is, where he's in heaven, my Father's house are many mansions, many dwelling places, dwelling rooms, really, better translation. If it were not so, I would have told you, listen, if this was only imaginary, he would have told us it was only imaginary. This is a real thing, a real place. When Jesus died on that cross, he did it for a real reason so that his people could be with him forever. And that's the heart that's pursuing you and me, this God. My Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place, a place, a place for you. And it's not just somewhere outside of the atmospheric heavens or beyond the, the moon and beyond Jupiter and Mars. No, no, no. Or it's not just beyond the stars. This is a real place. And he says, and I'm going to prepare it for you. For you. For you. He's saying he wants you to be there. And then in verse 3 he says, if I go... 
and prepare a place for you, a real place. I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, where is he? He dwells in heaven. When Jesus, <laughs> yeah, I can see the picture of it. When Jesus ascended, which way did he go? He, no, he did not go down. <laughs> he did not go sideways. When he ascended from the Mount of Olives, now the angel says he's going to come back the same way. When he ascended, where did he go? It said he ascended into the heavens. Which heaven? I'll just let you figure that out. Which heaven Jesus went to? He went to his father. And he says he's going to what? He's going to come back. And he's going to come back that where I am, there you may be also. There's a heaven. Paul caught a glimpse of it. Says, I can't tell you much about it because I'm not, a, not allowed to talk about it. But let me tell you, friends, press your heart toward that one. And whatever, whenever you hear the word kingdom in the scripture, go, yeah, we know the king and we know what this king wants. We, this king wants us, want, this king wants us to be with him forever. Thank you, Father. We stand amazed, Lord. Why would you, from outside of this universe, in that heavenly place, why would you even care about us sinners? But you have authority not only to judge, but you have authority to forgive. And thank you, Lord for what you did so willingly on that cross for us to show it. Taking our penalty in our place that we might have the righteousness of God. And Lord, right now, every single one of us, by your Holy Spirit, you're seeking to prepare us so that when we get to heaven, we'll be prepared to be there. Heaven is being prepared for those that will prepare. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless us in these things. Father, we pray it today in Jesus' name. Amen.